I think a common mistake that I see was, was one that I was making, which was being too helpful, right? So you think you're going to be helping your husband and it turns out helpful in wife language is actually critical in a husband language. So, and it's, oh. yeah, so it's really interesting. So I'm thinking, you know, uh, he's telling me about work or something and I'm, I'm going to tell him something help, you know, I'm going to help him out and say, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Well, he hears that as disrespect. Isn't that crazy? I even that is crazy. Day, with my feminine brain, when I write about that, I'm always like, that is so weird that they look at it that way. But when my husband, um, cause we're helpers, we, we're just we helpers. Help. Yeah. <laughs> They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a special guest that I would love to share with you. And our special guest today has some really cool things that she's going to share with you. She is a relationship coach, and her name is Laura Doyle. And let me just share a little bit more about her. So she's an international relationship coach training school. She has a training school, Laura Doyle Connect, a star of empowered wives on, oh, this is really cool, Laura, on (laughs) Amazon Prime and collectors of Ridiculous Happy Wife program. That is not right. Yes, it is ridiculous. I, at first I yeah. thought, no, that's not right, but that is right. That's the name <laughs> of the program. Ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. I'm the host of the empowered wife podcast. And she has been happily married in her relationship with her husband, John for 31 years. So Laura, thank you so much for being on the show today. And thank you for bringing your story. So we know you didn't start as a relationship coach. I'm guessing. No. No, far from it. So share with us kind of where did your journey begin? Oh, well, I was the perfect wife, you know, and then (laughs) I actually got married, right? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and that was the end of that. So, and I was so excited and happy to marry my husband at first. And then after a while, I just thought, you know, I can help him. I'm going to help him be tidier. I'm going to help him be a little more ambitious. Mm. I'm going to tell him how he can be more romantic. And for some reason, the guy wanted nothing to do with me. He didn't want to spend time with me. He was just avoiding me. He was watching a lot of TV. Mm. Uh, He didn't even want to make love to me. And I thought, okay, something's wrong with him because I know men need sex, right? So I knew what to do. I'm like, well, I'm going to take him to marriage counseling and then the counselor will fix him. And then I can finally be happy because I'm pretty sure that's how it works. And of course, that's (laughs) not how it worked. 
at oh. all. In fact, we went for over a year. We, I, we spent like $9,000 and this was long ago, tw over 20 years ago. And um, I remember I was sitting on the counselor's gray couch when I realized like, this is hopeless. I'm, I'm going to either spend the rest of my life in a loveless marriage or else I have to get divorced. So I decided I was going to get divorced. And there was just That's one a problem. Hard decision to make. It's a hard, hard decision. Mm -hmm. And um, the problem was I was, I was too proud. I was too embarrassed. I didn't want everyone to know that mm -hmm. my marriage had failed. So I thought, okay, as a last ditch effort, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask women who seem like they have happy marriages and they've been married like an eternity, like 15 years. I'm going to ask them for their secrets. What, what did they, what, how do they even do it? And uh, so I did that. And they said things that I, I thought they were going to say, you have to marry the right person, but they didn't uh -huh. say that. They said oh. things that um, didn't make any sense to me at the time, to be honest. I was like, are you crazy? You know, got anything else, you know, but I thought <laughs> I'm desperate. I'm going to just try not what I wanted to hear. That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I'm going to just try, I'm going to experiment with what they said. And um, if it works great, you know, I'll keep it. And if it doesn't, I'll just throw it out. We'll see. I got, I got nothing else. So I had been uh, kind of doing these experiments for not even that long. And um, it had been wall to wall hostility at my house or else we had cold wars, which was no talking for many mm. days, mm -hmm. really painful. Yeah. And um, anyway, so I started these experiments and I walked through the door and my husband's face lit up. He was happy to see me. Wow. And that had been gone. <laughs> so I thought, okay something's working. This is working. And I got super excited, very hopeful that we weren't going to have those big blowouts in the car anymore, those big fights. And I thought, okay, now I know what to do to have a happy marriage. So this I'm, I'm now I'm good. And, um, the problem was like yeah. the following week, we had, <laughs> we had a big blow up in the car again. And I thought, you know what? It's, it's kind of hard to keep doing this stuff. I learned. And it, it, it wasn't that the stuff was hard, it was just new. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to get some of my girlfriends that are complaining about their marriages. I'll get them to do this with me. And that'll give me some like structure and accountability. And sure enough, it, it worked. In fact, I remember there was like, I was just curious, what did you do? Well, oh, I'm going to tell you. I, <laughs> okay, I cannot okay. wait to tell you. <laughs> okay, okay. But, but the cool part for me of the story is so, and this was uh, we're having the 20th anniversary of uh, empowering women to be happy wives now ridiculously happy wives and um but this was my first this was the first little group of us and we just were doing the experiments together and they were just we were all reporting miracles one woman said my husband wow. won the sales contest at work and he took her on the most romantic getaway of their lives and another one said um it's not going to sound like a big deal to you guys but we've been bickering about him painting the family room for months he got up and painted the family room today ah! so she's like miracle <laughs> we're like yeah that's you know success. That's yeah. yeah success so uh, so that's what i learned that i needed like this little tribe in order to really make my marriage shiny and keep it shiny so that's that's uh, so i never intended it but someone said can you write down what we've learned from my cousin in florida and i said okay that's a good idea and that became my first book which went to the New York Times bestseller list and was published in 19 languages and 30 countries and continues to, um, yeah, there's new readers every day. Oh my gosh. That book. So awesome. I accidentally started this worldwide movement. I just wanted to save my own marriage. 
And, and just by saving your own marriage and by getting a few others to do the research with you, you were able to create something amazing. Yeah. So oh now goodness. tens of thousands of women all over the world are, wow. are practicing the same intimacy skills, the six intimacy skills that I just kind of figured out in my own little laboratory marriage. And it's wow. something else because, um, and every day I'm like anxious to find out what these are. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, so we're going to give it. us a snip clip oh, of what they are. So we I'm, can... yeah, I'm on a mission to end world divorce. I want everyone to know all of them. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an open book. I want to tell you everything. So, um, so I, I think one great place to start is, um, so one of them is, um, about, uh, I, I mean, I, I think a common mistake that I see was, was one that I was making, which was being too helpful, right? So you think you're going to be helping your husband and it turns out helpful in wife language is actually critical in a uh, husband language. So, and it's, oh. yeah, so it's really interesting. So I'm thinking, you know, uh, he's telling me about work or something and I'm, I'm going to tell him something help, you know, I'm going to help him out and say, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Well, he hears that as disrespect. Is that crazy? I even that is crazy. Day, with my feminine brain, when I write about that, I'm always like, that is so weird that they look at it that way. But when my husband, um, cause we're helpers, we we're just helpers. Help. Yeah. We're helpmates. Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, uh, so it was really kind of a big deal to learn what respect looked like to my husband. And it meant that, um, I expected the best with him instead of expecting the worst, right? Like, mm. um, be careful. Oh, the store will probably be closed when you get there. Or, um, you know, don't like, be sure to check, make sure there's enough in the account. So we, we don't have a, a bounce fee or, you know, like these sort of negative, I call mm. them spouse fulfilling prophecies. Mm. Uh, so one of the things that I did early on, uh, and I had been trying to, um, encourage my husband to make more money. That was something I wanted early on. This is another embarrassing story. And so I kept saying, you know, why don't you see if you can get a raise. Why don't you see if you can get a better job? Why don't you see if you can, you know, get a, pro whatever promotion. And so what he heard rightly so was you don't make enough money. And I'm such a good manifester. He stopped making any money. You know, it's not just me, uh, everyone, right. We're all manifesting what we're focusing right, on all the time. Right. Uh -huh. So he stopped making any money. And I thought, okay, this is not really effective what I'm doing. So I'm going to change up my spouse fulfilling prophecy. My, I call it my SFP. Uh -huh. So I decided, you know what? he's always been a good provider. So I started, um, I, I decided that was gonna be my mantra. You've always been a good provider. And instead of, um, you know, complaining, he didn't make enough. I, I decided just for fun, I would start calling him Mr. Moneybags. And so I started doing that. And around Mr. that Money, time, what? Mr. Moneybags. Oh, I love oh, it. Like, I love Look, it. Mr. Moneybags got a check in the mail. You could take me to sushi tonight <laughs> or whatever. Oh, right? I was like, oh thank you for the oh, cash, fun. Mr. Moneybags or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so um, around that time, um, my husband started his own company and he'd never done that before. It was his first time. And, but he was more successful at that company than he had ever been in his previous jobs. And I guess you could call it a coincidence, but um, my experience is that I see this with um, a lot of my students now too. They'll use like a spouse fulfilling prophecy about his drinking. I had uh, one student whose husband was, um, she just felt like he was an alcoholic, just full on alcoholic. And, but she also realized like that's a spouse fulfilling prophecy too. You drink too much, right? With her mm -hmm. message. So she, she decided to change it up. She decided to say, uh, well, you know, I appreciate that you're a, 
uh, just a moderate drinker, a light to, you know, light drinker, a moderate drinker. And um, didn't feel true, felt like a pretty much a lie, but she started gathering evidence for it. She's like, well, and this is kind of what you do, right? You look around for evidence. She said, uh, well, he never drives drunk. So that's, he's responsible. And mm -hmm. he doesn't drink as much as his one friend that when they get together, oh, that guy drinks way more. So he drinks mm -hmm. less than that guy. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's moderate by comparison. And she just kind of stuck with this for a while. And then they went on a cruise and on the cruise, they said, uh, well, at the port of call, um, you can have two free drinks or for 20 bucks, you can upgrade to and drink as much as you want, unlimited. And she thought, oh, he's definitely going to upgrade for 20 bucks. Who, you know, mm -hmm. of course he will. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. And she was so shocked. She goes, why aren't you upgrading to the, for unlimited drinks? And he goes, I think two drinks is enough. Don't you? Wow. So she had a totally different perspective, right? She changed wow. her perspectacles of her husband. She got a much better experience. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this book sounds amazing. So where can someone, well, first of all, tell us about your, your school that you have your training, if yes. you will. Right. So on our campus, we have, um, we have three programs actually. So we have the ridiculously happy wife program. And that's like our flagship program where we welcome women where a lot of them come like I was where they just think there is no hope. I have tried everything. I've been to counseling that only made things worse, whatever. Uh, and they uh, join, they get unlimited group coaching uh, and they get access to the modules where we do all the training on the six intimacy skills and a Facebook group. And then we also have uh, the diamond program, which is our one-on-one, uh, -on -one. they get all the group they get group coaching as well, but they also get one-on-one mm -hmm. uh, -on -one private coaching. And then we also train coaches. So I have about 40 coaches and uh, we're training new ones all the time to uh, become experts on the six intimacy skills, which by the way, you know, it was the breakdown in my marriage that had me walk through the door marked um, self-improvement, right? Self-development. Right, it's been right. the best self-development program I've ever been on because I used wow. to rage at my husband. I used to nag him. I used to be controlling and, um, just having my husband mirror, you know, like a ballet bar in a way, right. You, you, or you're looking at yourself in the mirror to look at your form has just been, um, a wonderful, uh, laboratory for me to, to practice and see what kind of response I'm getting. And then in, in turn become, I feel like I'm my best Laura now, because this has been my focus for so many years. So, so I feel like being a coach, being a relationship coach with the six intimacy skills is like the best self-development program. Oh, I love it. So if someone was wanting to actually be a coach, can they independently go off and be a coach for other people just using your method? Yeah, that's right. So we do, we license our coaches uh -huh. and they can either apply to work on my campus, Laura Doyle Connect, or they can be independent coaches in the world. And we have, I have a lot of marriage counselors have come through because they find it is so effective, Love right? Compared it. to maybe what they're, you know, they're, they've gotten frustrated with some of the more traditional uh, methods. Right. And uh, so, yeah, so we, we, I mean, my feeling is we just need to carpet the whole world with, I mean, one of the things that 
came up for me when I first figured this out is like, why didn't my mom tell me this? Or why did my grandma? Well, my mom's divorced. I was yeah. following a failed she recipe. Didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know. Right. And so, and a lot of us didn't have good uh, role models mm-hmm. for what a good relationship looks like. And, um, you know, I think, I know counselors are very well-meaning, but I think sometimes you can have a counselor who just got divorced or they've been divorced three times, or maybe that's, they don't have a kind of relationship that you'd want to have. So for me, it's just been incredible to, um, you know, all the coaches are, are coaches because they also wanted something better for their marriages, right? Marriage is so important, right? Exactly. Uh, well, depend you know, on community. I'm a healer and I talk about how, you know, having that full rounded like life, like your, your relationships play a huge part in how well you heal. Um, I'm also a coach too, but um, you know, so there is this will of life and we have to keep it in sync. So the wheel is rolling smoothly. And if there's a lot of kinks, then it does affect our work. And so, yeah, it's a huge, huge part of it for sure. And, and I'm really just intrigued to find out um, the steps and kind of some of the things that you do. I actually have someone in mind that might uh, be a good fit for your program uh, for being able to just, um, help other people too. Cause she, she's a great coach and amazing. And, you know, it's just another way, another technique or something else you can use. So I love that. Yeah. So if somebody was interested in that, where would they go to be able to find out about the school? Like, do you to, have a website? To become a coach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so if you go to lauradoyle.org, um, I actually have a free master class right now called purpose prosperity and intimacy, how to have all three and help others have the same. So it's a, and really, you know, one of the things I found out early, early on was paying it forward. What I had learned was really critical for my keeping my own marriage shiny. That's the advanced self-help department is when you have somebody else, right? Yes, you want to learn yes. something? It, it's true. It. Yeah. You help somebody else and you're, you cross as well. So you cross yeah. as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's so I think beautiful. it's just the best thing on the planet. So um, you also have a freebie that you talked about. So tell us a little bit more about your freebie that you have. Sure. So right now we have the adored wife roadmap. And it just lays out the six steps to becoming an adored wife. And this is all done um, without your husband's conscious effort. And so he doesn't have to read a book. He doesn't have to go to the, we retreat or to marriage counseling or anything else. Uh, And that's true. Even if it seems completely hopeless, we have so many students now who have, um, he was having an affair. He filed for divorce. He said, it's over. I'm done. He left. He wasn't communicating with her. And we just have um, well, to paraphrase Thomas Wolf, miracles not only happen, they happen all the time um, around our campus. And so you can, you can get that free Adored Wife Roadmap, which also covers the, the three common mistakes that women make when they're trying to get their husband's time, attention, and affection, which, um, you know, I made those too. I was making those. Right, right. And, you time. know, there's probably thousands millions of women that are probably making those mistakes not on purpose but they just don't know yeah so it it sounds just fascinating like I said I'm definitely going to check this out myself I love to kind of see what other people are are receiving so I usually 
check it, check them out as well. So um, Laura, is there more that you can tell us or that you would like to tell us yeah. before we're done here today? I would. So one of the things that also was just so, oh gosh, mind blowing for me to discover was uh, the power, well, um, desire is the seat of feminine power. For women. And um, so when I was uh, untrained in the intimacy skills, I was really bad at this. And it's so sad to tell yet another embarrassing story about this because uh, my husband took me to Hawaii when we were just a brand new couple. And I was super excited because we're going to go to the beach the first day. I, that's what I was thinking. I was really excited about that. And so, but instead of saying that, that I wanted to go to the beach, I said, what do you want to do today? And he said, well, let's go see a volcano. And I was like, oh, a volcano. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't want to have a conflict. Right. I just wanted to, so I decided, oh, I'm just going to suck it up. I'll go see this volcano, whatever. We'll go to the beach some other time. And uh, so, but then we're driving in the car and you don't see a volcano for a long time. There's just like little molten rocks on the side of the road. And so I started to get upset and he was like, you know, something wrong. And I was like, did you think this was like this? I didn't think it's funny. No, I think it's stupid. And neat. You would ask me where I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the beach. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> so he saw a volcano. All right. Oh, no. Not the kind that he had in mind. But, um, you know, like I said, I just feel so sad because I, I didn't even say what I wanted. And if you don't, if you can't say what you want, you're never going to get what you mm -hmm. want. You have now, to open your mouth and let them know. We think after, the men know. We think they know. And we think, I, I mean, even after that, after I behaved so badly, he took me to the beach. He just wanted me to be happy, you know? But I think also- So you still got what you wanted. I did. And I used to also um, think I told him what I wanted when I would say things like, I'd say, John, this kitchen is a disaster area. And I thought he was going to jump off the couch and start cleaning the kitchen and, you know, do the dishes. Well, I think all you could hear, because I was just complaining, I wasn't telling him what I wanted, mm. right? All you could hear was, John, blah, 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 like the Peanuts parents, right? You know, or teachers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Couldn't, couldn't even hear the rest. <laughs> so finally, I learned this formula, this cheat phrase, I call it. We have about 20 cheat phrases. And this one's called um, expressing your desires in a way that inspires him. And I just want to give everybody this formula. So like, write this down if you're listening. It's, I I would love is the beginning. I would love. And then the final outcome, just what you want at the end, not how it has to get done, who has to do it, how much it should cost, whether he needs to use a coupon, what store to go to, none of that. So you want to just stick to the final outcome. So for instance, I said, I said, finally, I go, John, you know, I would love a clean kitchen. And he goes, okay, I'll clean it. And he did like with a smile, like he was happy to do it. And that was 20 years ago. He's been doing them ever since. I hear him doing dishes out there right now, actually. I don't do dishes anymore. He just wanted me to be happy. And once he knew what I wanted, he that's what he, he started to able yeah. to give it to you. Yeah. I had a student who used this along with the other skills. She was in the Ridiculously Happy Wife program. So she was really trying to save her marriage, but her husband had already said, no, I'm, I want a divorce. They were not speaking. He would not speak. They didn't touch just awkward roommates at home. It's, it's really mm -hmm. painful for her. And, um, but she had started, you know, expressing some gratitude and, and being respectful, doing some of the other things. And, um, and then one day she uh, went out, he was watching TV and she said, I would love a leg massage. 
right? So just the final outcome. She didn't say who had to do it or when it had to happen or anything. I would love it. He goes, did you want it right now? And she just like nearly fell out of her chair. Cause she was like, she couldn't, he was offering to give her a leg massage right there. They weren't even speaking much less touching. And uh, so she was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll take a leg massage. Yeah. He gave her a leg massage and it was like the beginning of their reconciliation, their slow dance to reconciliation. And she is now one of my relationship coaches. Cause she had such a transformation. So in her marriage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Gosh, this all just sounds unbelievable. It's just some amazing things that anyone could use. Yeah. Anyone that's in a relationship or, you know, trying to be able to communicate without. Yeah, it's like you're just saying what you would love. You're not just even asking for it. You're not no. saying to do it. That's right. Oh, and and by the way, um, that's great for most things you want, but it doesn't. I don't recommend it if you're trying to get time or attention or affection. And the reason is it doesn't feel good. (laughs) I used to do that. Like, you know, I would love, you know, I wish you would spend some time with me or whatever. I really would, you know, or I'd say, I would say I was way worse than that. I would say the average couple has sex two and a half times per week. And we haven't done it for like three weeks. So I think we should do it. Right. (laughs) Again, that was not getting me good results, but um, it just feels really bad to have to ask for time or attention or affection Uh because it makes it really obvious. Like he doesn't want to, Mm -hmm. and I want it to be desired, not just to have pay attention. So anyways, whole other, there's other skills for that. And you can definitely attract him and be an irresistible magnet with the other skills. So I just want to, clear that up because I think I don't want to say yes good to know good to know we don't want to lead them down the wrong way (laughs) yeah exactly perfect well Laura this has been such a joy and again I know this is going to benefit so many people not only maybe coaches out there that want to be coaches but people that just want to save their marriage so thank you so much for doing this work for sharing your amazing story and how you created this awesome business that is thriving and helping people and what a beautiful why because you don't want to have you're trying to save all these marriages no divorces like ah that is a big why I just love it yeah I just want anyone else to suffer it's not necessary right it's not I already see that all the time I know I am in an amazing relationship so I'm grateful Mm. for for where I'm at but there was a time I wasn't, so I can relate with that too. And, you know, it's, if you learn, you learn, don't you? Yeah. You learn what to do and not to do. So, um, but I'm still curious to find out what those are. So I'm sure I'll be definitely oh, looking yeah. into that. If well, we thank time, you again you for all of them, but yeah, yeah. It's, oh, better yeah. To, it's better to get that list in front of you. So you can, yes, yeah, yes. So you can remember. Very good. So, um, we will make sure that we have in our show notes, uh, all of the downloads, the links and things like that. So they could download them, uh, easily. So they'll, those will be in the show notes for you guys. But I usually ask at the very end of our session, what is the one thing that made the biggest shift for you to go from a marriage that was doomed and looked like it was going down through divorce and everything to a beautiful marriage that is thriving. And now you've been in for 31 years. Is that right? Yeah. We'll celebrate 32 and two months. So how yeah. did you do that? Like, what was your, what was the one thing that you can say that, you know, do this? 
and maybe you've already shared it, but. No, I think actually um, it's such a powerful question, Donna. I really appreciate you asking that because I think for me, you know, I couldn't do it by myself. I tried, I tried just, I knew what to do and I couldn't do it. It wasn't until I got a community of like-minded women who also felt like, Hey, marriage is really important and not just, not just an okay marriage, not just like, okay, we're getting by, but I, I mean, I really wanted to have that marriage I dreamed of when I was a little girl, right. Where I felt desired and special and taken care of. And once I got, uh, the right community. I got the right women around me. Um, that's when everything really accelerated and the transformation mm -hmm. happened in a way that um, was undeniable and um, miraculous. Oh, that's beautiful. And yes, having that community makes all the difference. I think just knowing that other people go through the same things and if we're supporting each other, it kind of helps you get through those hard times. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for being on the show today. And um, maybe sometime we can have you back. If there's anything new you want to share, we'd love to have you back. It's been a joy having you on the show today. So thank you, Laura. Thank you so much, Donna. It's really been fun. Awesome. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.